Our Father, we are grateful to you for your kindness and for your tender mercies towards us. We thank you for how far you brought us through the first service and the move of your spirit amongst us. And we humbly ask you to move amongst us in the second service as well. Break the yoke of demonic oppressions. Lift our burdens, heal the sick, and deliver those that have been bound. I pray, God, that as you sent forth your word, your word will heal us and deliver us. I pray that light will come forth to expel the darkness of ignorance and every element of deception that has formed a stronghold in the hearts of your people shall be expelled even as you send forth your word as light to us. Holy Spirit, great Spirit, come and fill this place. Come Holy Spirit. We welcome you into our midst. This is your house. And Father, we enthrone you, Lord, over the gathering of your people. For it's unto you, Lord, we have gathered. You are the reason for this meeting. Thank you, Lord. Use me as a vessel of honor. And let me be an instrument of righteousness. And your battle acts as you use me this morning. I bless you, Lord. In Jesus' name, I pray with thanksgiving. Amen. You may be seated. In the presence of the Lord. You are all welcome to the second service. We had a wonderful time at the first service. And those of you who were privileged to be in the first service, we can attest to the fact that we had a visitation of the Lord. I'm trusting God to move mightily amongst us in the second service. For it is written, the glory of the letter house shall be greater than the former. This morning, we are looking at the subject knowing God. Knowing God. Very important subject of the times we are living in. If there is anything you must look for, is to know God. Knowing God is more than being told about God. Somebody telling you about God is different from knowing God for yourself. You cannot build your Christian life on the opinions and the sentiments of men about who Christ is. You must come to a place where you can say like Paul, I know who my people Because in the times of temptation, trials and persecutions, what you know is what will preserve you. It is not what you were told. Well, the sons of Skiva, the seven sons of Skiva heard 
about Jesus from Paul. And they decided to act. But then the demon referred them that we don't know you because those who know God are known of us. We know those who know God. Demons are not inanimate creatures. They are not cartoons. They are living entities. And they know who know God. And those of you who think that you can fake knowing God by just coming to church and go home and not making effort to move from one level, one degree of revelation to the higher one. Knowing God is the just the lowest part. Sorry, hearing about God is the beginning of, of the highest realm in God. Everybody starts by being told about God. But you don't enter. After you have heard about God, you need to find out who he is for yourself. So we read about the church in Berea. After they heard about God, in the book of Acts chapter 17 verse 11, the Bible said, and they went back to search the scriptures to find out that what they heard is it true? And the Bible said they were more noble than that of those in Thessalonica. I see Christians joking. I see people coming to the house of God faking. But the days of trial are not faking times. Times that we are about to enter, it is the God you know that will save you. Am I speaking to somebody? Are you listening to me? Do you want to hear the truth? So the Lord was so concerned about what was the opinion of his disciples concerning him. So in the book of Matthew chapter 16, the Bible said, verse 13 to 17, when they entered through the coast of Caesarea, when Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea, Philip, he asked his disciples, saying, whom do men say that I, the son of man, am? I want to know. I want to know their opinions. I want to know their resentments about me. And then they opened their mouth and they said, and they said, some say that thou art John the Baptist. Some says you are Elias. And others says that you are Jeremiah. Or one of the prophets. I could hear Jesus and I could see him nodding his head. Is that what they say about me? Okay. 
Now you. Then he said to them. But who says he that I am? You. I have been with you for three years. I have taught you day and night. I have laid hands and imparted you many times. Now who am I? Sometimes the Lord will ask you this question not by words but by trials. When your children are in critical condition, when your back is against the wall, when there's no hope in sight, when you have been sacked from your work and you don't know what to do, and when the doctor look at you and he said, we have done all that with you. I'm sorry. There's nothing we can do for you anymore. That is when you have to answer this question. Am I speaking to you? So you'll be talking with your Christian life. You come to church this month, next month, three months, you come one. The day of adversity will knock at your door. And we'll see who you will contact. Because you can't call on the God you don't know. You might have heard about him. But it is not the same as knowing him. Am I speaking to somebody here? Seize the opportunity. Take advantage of grace. And build your relationship with God. Am I speaking to somebody? Are you hearing what I'm saying? Knowing God simply means having a clear and certain perception of God. Clear, certain. As Apostle Paul put it, I am persuaded. I am persuaded that he is able to keep what I have entrusted into his hands against that day. When somebody tells you I'm persuaded, it means my heart is fixed. It means you cannot change my mind. It means I know what I'm talking about. It means I am, I am, I am, I have, look, I have gotten to the place. Are you persuaded of God? Who is Jesus to you? Jesus, you know, is it the one that your pastor told you? Yes, the Jesus, you know, is it the one you read about a book? Yes, book? How about having knowing him by revelation? There are three stages of Christian development. The first one comes by hearing about God. Somebody come to you and preach the gospel. That is the first step. You come to church and hear the word of God. That is the first step. After you have heard, 
Now what you move into the second step of seeking to know him. That one come by revelation. And then when you move from the second step, you enter into the third step. And what is the third step? Walking with him. So the people of the old like Abraham God can call Abraham my friend my friend Abraham he has attained the level of walking with God my friend Abraham do you know what it means to call somebody a friend it means that you can't hide secrets from him it means you share mysteries together it means that you tell him what you are about to do God was going to destroy Sodom he said can I hide this thing from Abraham nobody knows about it but I can't hide it from my my friend Abraham Lift your hands up. Say, Lord, bring me to that place. Say it again. Say, Lord, bring me to that place. Well, I will not hear about you, but I will know you, Lord. Say, Lord, I want to know you. I want to progress from the lower level to the higher realms. I want to know you. Now listen carefully to me. I told about the story of the two of disciples of Jesus. In Luke of Gospel chapter 24 verse 13. And they were walking after the death of Jesus. Towards a village called Emmaus. And the Bible says, Behold, two of them went the same day to a village called Emmaus. These were disciples. It means they have understood him. They have sat with him. He has imparted them. They were supposed to know him. But they didn't know him. And then which was from Jerusalem about three score fellows and was moving on. And the Bible said, whilst they were talking, and they talked together of all these things which had happened. What was the things they were talking about? They were talking about the, the accusations that were leveled against Christ. They were talking about his arrest. He was talking about his torture. They talk about his crucifixion. They talk about his death. They talk about his burial. And they talk about prophecies relating to his resurrection. And whilst they were discussing, the Bible says, it came to pass that whilst they communion together and reason, Jesus himself, everyone said Jesus himself. Jesus himself. He drew near and went with them. But they couldn't discern him. You don't need to see him before you know him. You should come to a place 
where he must be in your spirit. Am I speaking to somebody here? The pictures that we see that we worship in the cathedrals in the churches, they are pictures of a human being. They are not our God. Jesus is not on the cross. The God we serve is risen. He's no more in the grave. See people with cross. These are religion. Religious people. Cross on their the cross must not be on your chest. It must be on your shoulder. You don't wear the cross. You carry it. And all those fake things that is deceiving people. And people who wake up from their house and they go and kneel down to a picture of a human being. And I thank God for the life of that uh, that celebrity, that, that actor. He came out one day on the Facebook and he was warning the Roman Catholic Church and everybody that they should stop worshipping him. So I asked myself, who is this man? And I read about him that it was his act, acting. Yeah, it was his picture that people portrayed as Jesus Christ. The average picture that the believer knows. The average image that the believer knows today is the picture of that man. And you see people, they kneel down, they pray. Shame on you. You don't know your God. You don't know your God. You don't know your God. You go and kneel down to an image of a man. Jesus must be in your heart. And if it's in your heart, when you see him, nobody will tell you. I say, if it's in your heart, by revelation, when you see him, when you meet him, you will know. But there will be a burning in your heart. That tells you he is the one. Unfortunately, the disciples didn't know. He walked with them for two hours asking them questions. So what are you discussing? And then at a point, they even got angry and they asked him, are you a stranger in this town? The very person they were talking about, they don't know him. May that not be your story. I said, may that not be your story. May that not be your story. May you come to that place where you look eyeball to eyeball to the devil and say to the devil, you are a liar because the God that I serve, I know him and I know that even if God does not answer me like Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, you can say we know him. Even if you choose to not to answer us, we will not bow. But we know by his track record he will deliver us from this fire. Am I speaking to somebody? Are you hearing what I'm talking about? Do you know God? Get to know him. I was telling the people in the first service that some of you will get to heaven and heaven will be boring and Jesus will be a stranger. Do you know why? What keeps you busy here is the abiding I lose. Abiding I lose. I kick you. I boot you. I shoot you. Bow. And these are the nonsense that we do here 
without knowing him. Now when you get to heaven and you see him without the devil no devil to keep you busy. Hello, I must speak to somebody here. No demon to bind. What will you say to him? Because you have not developed the passion to worship him. No passion for him. Whilst on earth. No, everything is dry. Your spirit man is dry. Because you have not proved a relationship. When you meet him, the question I ask myself, when I meet the Lord, what will I do? Now I was reading something many years, I think about last year, from a man of God who was taken from the earth to heaven. And when he got to heaven, he saw so many people that he knew who were dead. Some of the people he knew. And he said he knew an old man. An old man. And whilst he was there in heaven, and this is a true story. The man is alive now. He has come back. He said whilst he was there, announcement, announcement was made. That so so and so is coming. Everybody know when you die, everybody know when you come to heaven, they announce it. So God knows when you will die. If you are a believer, it is not the devil that kills you. And it was announced. So he was there. And then he wanted to know. So the thing was like a, a screen, a, a, a curtain, a curtain. And all the people, his relatives, his friends in heaven. They were all ready to, to welcome him. Immediately he landed in heaven. He didn't want to look at anybody. He said, hey, where is my Lord? Where is my Lord? Where is my Jesus? Where is my Lord? Where is my Jesus? He, he, he went to the angels. He said, where is my Lord? Where is my Jesus? Where is my Lord? And the, and the angels told him, he should be patient. He should be patient. Jesus will come around very soon. He will come around. He goes around. But he will come around very soon. He said, I want to see my Lord. Do you know why he had that passion? Because once he was here, he has developed that passion to constant fellowship, to constant intimacy. Am I speaking to somebody here? The life was burning, the fire was burning him. He wanted to know him. And he can't wait to see him. He can't wait to see him. The day you die, with this lukewarm attitude, the critical attitude in the church, will the fire still be burning in your heart? To see him. In the church, you are still sinning. Sinning, living in sin, immorality, stinking sin. Am I speaking to somebody? That has killed your fire to know him. Woe unto you in the day of the Antichrist. When you are told not to worship God, what will keep you? When you are told not to go to church. When you are told not to read the Bible. When you are told not to pray. What will keep you? Am I speaking to somebody? 
I don't care the way you are looking at me. That's not my problem. Amen. Amen. The Bible says they that know their God. They will be strong. The strongest people in life are those who know their God. It is not a God somebody told them. Thank God for pastors. Thank God for prophets. Thank God for men of God who tells us about God. But we can't stop there. We can't stop there. If you really want to meet him, get to know him now. He's real. He's alive. I say he's real. He's alive. He's the resurrection and the life. Get to know him. Get to know Jesus. Get to know Jesus. Get to know him. Do you know why? Because the Bible said in John chapter 3 and I want to, to uh, John chapter 17, sorry, verse 3, Jesus, when he was praying, he prayed this prayer and look at what he said. He said, and this is life internal. This is life internal. So knowing God, then he said, that, it's, that they might know thee the only true God and Jesus Christ, the Son, thou has, the, whom thou hast sent. So knowing God is not, it's, it's life. It's eternal life. This is the nature of eternal life. This is the way of eternal life. The reason why knowing God is higher than riches. Riches is temporary. But knowing God is eternal life. Said to be a celebrity is temporary. But knowing God is eternal life. Having qualifications and degrees, they are all temporary. But knowing God is eternal life. It supersedes all these things. Hello. Am I speaking to somebody? Can you lift your right hand up to heaven? And say, Lord, help me. Say, Jesus, open my eyes. I want to know you. I want to see you. I want to experience you. I want to experience you. I thank God for Peter. Peter came out and said, Thou art the Son of God. Jesus, look at him. And he said, Blessed are thou. Eh? Son of what? Eh? Jonah. Bad Jonah. Blessed are thou. Now go back to go back to uh, the, the scripture uh, 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 in Matthew chapter 16 for me. Do that quickly. Verse, verse 17. Verse 17. Okay, go to verse 16. Okay, no problem. Verse 17 is okay. Verse 17. Sorry, go to verse 17. Now look at what Jesus said. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed are thou those that catches the revelation of who Jesus is. 
Blessed Those that look for God until they find him. Blessed Jesus says something to Mary and says, you sorry to Martha. And he said to Martha, you are so much careful about so many things. Yeah, about your husband, about your visa, about your whatever. Foolish things. But he said, in this life, one thing is needful. Mary has found it. What did Mary found? His presence. He was in his presence. And he said, this thing that he has found, nobody will take it from him. When you catch a revelation of God, nobody can take it from you. Anything you find about God become your personal property. The reason why you must invest your fasting life, into your prayer life, into your Bible studies life, because what you find about God become your personal revelation. Nobody will take it from you. Nobody will take it from you. And look at what Jesus said. He said, Blessed are thou, Bajona. Hallelujah. Simon, Bajona. Now, Bajona just means fine. It's, it means a dog. Okay? Bajona. A son of Jonah, but Simon mean a bar. Simon mean a bar. For flesh and blood had not revealed it unto you. But my father, which is in heaven, you cannot catch who Jesus is and know who he is by talk shops by, by men. Thank God for what men tells us. But after you have heard from men, get a revelation of who he is. Get a revelation of Jesus is. Because in the time of trouble, the revelation that you have found becomes the rock on which you build your life. You build your faith. Build your faith on the revelation. So look at what Jesus said to him. Blessed are thou. And that Jesus was so much appreciative of him. In other words, Jesus was trying to say to him, Peter, I knew when you came in. I knew when you came in. You were, you were a Simon. Okay? Now, but but now, you are a rock. Why you about time? It means you have made progress in your Christian development. You came as a young convert. You came like a reed. You came unstable in your faith. But now. You are a rock. And upon this rock, I will build my church. Peter! Peter! This revelation is a rock. Knowing me by revelation is a rock. And anything you build on the rock will stand the test of time. Peter! 
Peter, you have been built on the rock now. Yes, so. Am I speaking to somebody? Find out who the Lord is. Find out. Thank God for pastor. What I tell you is not final. There's more you can get when you get closer to God. When you get closer to the Father. Get closer to the Father. Do you know what the Bible says? Jeremiah 29 verse 13 the Bible says you will seek me and you shall seek me and find me. Nobody has said he sought the Lord and he didn't find me. And you shall seek me and find me when you shall search for me with all your heart. If you sought the Lord, you didn't find him. It's because you didn't involve your heart. It is not those who just seek. Those who add their heart to it. And from next week, I'll show you what it means to search with all your heart. I'll show you what it means. I'll develop this subject next week too. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Setting with all your heart. Many have sought. They never found him. Because they didn't involve their heart. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Am I speaking to somebody here? Hallelujah. Amen. If you don't seek God. If you don't see God now, so what you show you this a time will come you will regret. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Now today, and then, lift your hands. I don't want to go beyond our time. I don't want to go beyond. I'm, I am very mindful of the time. Can you lift your hands? Be on your feet. Be on your feet. Just be on your feet. Be on your feet. I had a prompting in my spirit that I should pause. So lift your two hands. Lift your two hands. Close your eyes. Please. Close your eyes. Is this a desire in your heart? How much do you want to know him? Ooh. What is the passion in your soul that you need to go beyond what you know now about him? If you can seek him, you'll find him. Jesus said, when you seek, you'll find. If you seek, you'll find. There is a place God wants you to get to. And I hear the Lord say to somebody here, come up here, come up here. Come up here. You are still in the shallow waters. Come up here. You are still in the shallow covet. Come up hither. Grow up in your faith. Come up hither. You are too low for what I want to show you. What I want to use you for. Your level is too low for me. Come up hither. 
Lift up two hands up. When you get to know the Lord, you know He's a faithful God. When you get to know the Lord, you know He's so faithful. Can you lift up two hands up? Lift up two hands up right now where you are standing. I want a burning desire in your heart. I want you to develop a passion for Him. It is Jesus, your master, your lover. He's the one who laid down his life to redeem our souls. He's the one you must know. He's the one you must know. You are too far from him. Pain has taken you far from him. Anxiety has taken you far from him. The deceitfulness of riches have taken you far from him. Things of this life have pulled you far and have distracted you from him. And I hear the Lord say to him, come. The Lord is saying, come. Come to me. Come to me. I died for you. Come to me. I love you so much. No matter who you are, come to me. Don't go far from me. Come to me. Come to me. Rakatose. Rakatose. Brakashtunde. Inabosikeanda. Le brakasote. Le Thank you, Father. I want you to lift your voice up to heaven. And want you to pray to God. Make a covenant with him and say to him, Oh God, oh God, come to me, Lord. Oh God, I want to know you. I want to know you. We didn't talk about Enoch, but I talked about Enoch in the first service. And I said to them, Enoch was only 65 years old, but he made a quality decision to know the Lord. And after 65 years, he stood with God and he walked with God for 300 years. For 300 years. For 300 years. Constant work, constant fellowship, constant relationship, intimacy for 300 years. Who said it cannot be possible? Who said it cannot be possible? Who said it cannot be possible? Thank you, Jesus. So much, show him how much you love him. Tell him how much you appreciate him. Let God know you love him than car. You love him more than car. You love him more than money. Let him know that you love him more than the course you are doing. Let God know you love him more than anything else. And that you want to know him. You want to know him. I want to know you. I know him. I want to love him. I want to know you. I want to know you. I want to know you. One I love Jesus ever before he seals upon my heart. I live for the one I love. Get to know God. When you get to know God, then you will know how valuable it is. Then even pain. Do you, know, do you think that the disciples were foolish? The apostles were foolish? For them to allow them to kill them. They have found a mystery. They 
They don't value the pain. Yeah, no, and someone. The pain they went through. Yeah, no, they cannot compare it to the joy of knowing him. That is why they could allow themselves to kill. When you know him, you will know that nothing can compare the revelation of God. The revelation of Jesus. Yes, The revelation of Jesus. Yes, is uncomparable. Thank you, Lord. Rakandosi he, Rakandosi he, Rendele mostianda, Barandi kandosi, Rakanto bashandalaha. Indolobosiata limohonde rakabashatele anduba rakandobaha lindolobosia rakandoboshiana let your spirit communicate with him let your heart desire him let your spirit man cry for him cry for him let your soul yay for his maker and she shut the buffalo If Enoch, so Enoch start looking for him after 65 years, it is not too late to look for him. If you are here this morning, you don't know Jesus, you have not given your life to him. I want to give the opportunity to start. The starting point is after hearing from him, you must give your life to him. And if you are here, you have never done so. I want to give you this opportunity. You raise your hands up and I will pray for you. If you want to know him, you want to give your life to Jesus. You have never given your life to this Jesus. You can raise your hands and wave it to me. Thank you, Father. I want to pray for you. Father, wherever your word is settled in heaven, for indeed your word shall not come out of your mouth and return unto you void for it will surely accomplish the purpose for which you please there is a reason why you send us your word and I pray that that reason will not be disappointed for every man and woman who has been under the sound of my voice whether by the media by the network or by, by audience or in person or anybody who is watching me now via Facebook or Instagram I pray for them I ask that if somebody who have raised his hands who seek to know you, Lord, you will reveal yourself to them. For you promised us that, that those who come to you, you will know us cast them out. And I ask that you receive them also. Lord, I pray for the church. I pray that you bring the church to a place where the burning desire in our heart will not be for money, will not be for riches, will not be for fame, Lord, the petty desire will not even be for qualifications, but it will be to know you and to understand you. I pray that this message will continue to echo in our spirit. Long after we have left this place, you will continue to speak to our heart and that you will bring us to that place 
where we begin to look for you. Begin to seek you until we find you. I bless you, Lord. And I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you richly. Are you sure you are clapping unto the Lord? Do it better. Amen. Oh, 